0: Hey you guys, Maestro here, bringing you episode 219 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm talking to you about the fact that you do know what to say. In regards to what? In response to what? Well, you're just going to have to tune in and find out. But first, DJ, give me that heartbeat. Hello fine people and thank you for joining me for another episode of My Show on the Mic. I'm going to throw this out right away. I might get riled up during this episode and yeah, just just letting you know. So, we are talking about the fact that as it relates to everything that's going on right now, all of the uh, racial tensions, if you will. Everything that is it just honestly, everything that's going on right now, you know what to say. And I am specifically right now speaking to any of my health and movement wellness professionals, whether you're a PT, a Cairo, an OT, a hand therapist, a Pilates instructor, a trainer, whatever you are, yoga instructor, whatever you are, it doesn't matter to me. You know what to say. You've been doing this Every single day. And there is no difference. So I actually did a post about this. And I think that was actually the post. It said, you know what to say. Uh, And I'll, I'll link that. I did a post on Instagram. I will link that. But, you know, it is quite frustrating to me. Just in general, I can be an impatient person. I will not lie about this. I, I realize about myself. And I pick up patterns quickly. I see correlations, similarities very quickly. And I get frustrated when it takes people time, longer time to see that, or if they don't see it at all. And I'm like, oh, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. I will gladly help people through it, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm human. You know, you just been frustrated. And so I, I have been, was, and still am frustrated by people, and it's not, honestly, I probably should, you know, do the shit sandwich here and start something with something good. Uh, Because most of you, many of you, I don't talk to all of you, but the people that that write on my wall and stuff, uh, whatever it's called on Instagram, you're good. And I see you guys showing up. So I'm not really talking to you guys, um, but the people that haven't said anything, the people that have, or that the things that they have said is simply, I'm not saying anything because I don't know what to say. I'm going to call bullshit. And I'm going to use exercise my maestro privilege to kind of be real with you guys. You you guys really do show up for me and you support me. And you know that when I say things, I don't say it to be a dick or to be an asshole. And I say it because I want us all to move forward. Uh, I want us all to be able to create our our best lives, our happiest lives. And that's why I say things. I want people to do and be better. I want for that myself. I want that for myself. I want that for Rupert. I want it for everyone. So I'm going to exercise my maestro privilege here and just speak freely, call a spade a spade. And for people that are saying, I don't know what to say, I call bullshit. You know what to say. You're scared to say it. And I'm not saying here, oh, you're a bad person or anything like that. You know what to say. As it relates to the post that I did, I guess let me back it up again. I'm I'm backing things up and and going out of order here, but I I want you to listen here. I don't, I'm going to just say it. I don't want you to feel attacked. Um, Or if you do feel attacked, take a moment and be like, why do I feel attacked? Uh, But I'm not going to enter into this episode softly. Uh, I, I have, and if you look for similarities, you'll see it. I have approached this period in time the same way I approached coronavirus uh, and the same way I approach coaching in general where I will start off soft with things uh, and you know listen to people and hear them validate them and really just I don't you're not you are not going yelling at people is not in my opinion the best way to get them on board and get them to listen to you so that's why I started off with the episodes that I did that's why I've posted what I have but I do not coach like that I do not stay soft like that that sounds weird but I do not stay like that indefinitely and forever. So right now you are hearing a firmer side of me and I need you to be okay with that. I need you to step up and be an adult and let's have this discussion. I, I realize it's a one-sided discussion, but if you want to text me back, let's go. That's, that's great. Uh, uh, 310-737-2345. You want to DM me, whatever, we can talk. Uh, but as it relates to everything that's going on right now, you do know what to say. You deal with it every single day. I've said it before, right? The best therapists, the best clinicians, the best providers are those that notice patterns. It's actually the same to be can be said about the best athletes, uh, right? They, they notice patterns uh, and they know when things are like, oh, that doesn't fit the pattern. Uh, so if you think about baseball, they're not reacting to the pitch, there there was not enough time. They're actually predicting, right? They're learning seeing patterns in the movement of that pitcher and then basing you know, predicting based off of that. Same thing happens for us as providers. We look for patterns, we're like, that person's gate, that looks like a Pinterest fail. What in the hell? You may not know specifically why it doesn't fit the pattern, but you know it doesn't fit the pattern. Similarly, you know when it does fit the pattern. As such, I need us all to be better at likening, correlating things and being like, this thing is like this thing. Pain is pain is pain. When someone comes to you in pain, whether it's physical or emotional, it's still pain. I see everyone going crazy with the pain science. And now we have an entire population that's saying, I have pain. And suddenly we're like, I don't know what to say. Meanwhile. Just a few fucking weeks ago, you were like, I have studies. We're the st-. Like, that doesn't make sense, friends. Right? Notice the patterns. Be able to be like, this thing is like this thing. I told you, I'm getting, I'm gonna, I might get fired up about this. But in general, there's so much that's going on right now, so much that's being shared right now. And I just keep coming back to the same points of like, this, this is not new. What we are experiencing and how we should be responding is not new. You do know what to say. You do know what to do. You're just scared to do it. And I'm not putting you down for being scared, but I will call that out. If you listen to my last episode, that's what I think it, where it starts is we got to call ourselves out. We got to start with ourselves and be like, how have I been complicit in this? What is my role in this? Now, what am I going to do to move forward? But if we just look at, you know, I wrote down over here like a list of things of these commonalities, but you know, this is like this, this is like this. If we look at allyship, so I'll link this as well. Uh, Dr. J-POP's webinar was amazing. So I'll link that. You can still catch the replay. It's, it's up forever. Um, so I'll link that in the, in the notes. But she talks about the stages of allyship. And I was watching this yesterday and I was like, dude, this is the four stages of learning, which I talked about in the last podcast episode. These are the same things. We know how to do this. When something is brand new to us, when we have a patient that we've never seen that pathology before, we still know what to do. We don't just sit there like, oh God, I better not say anything. Cause I don't, I don't know what to say. What? No, we listen, we validate them, we validate their experience. And then we go learn. Maybe you go learn right in that moment. I know when I first started as PT, there would be times where I would literally go and Google. I'm not afraid to admit this. I would literally go and Google either during that session or immediately after to be like, holy shit, that is a little bit new. I haven't seen that. But you listen and you validate, you do no harm, and then you go and learn. This is no different than what's happening right now. But instead I'm seeing not listening. I'm seeing defensiveness. I'm seeing people just being like, I don't know what to do. And so I'm going to do nothing at all. What? That is the same behavior that you chastise your patients for doing when they're like, they come in with back pain for 27 years and you're like, what are you been doing for it? And they're like, mm, nothing. And you're like, what? This is no different. You're doing it right now. You know what to do. More similarities. If you were to take a weekend long course, you have to actually then go and implement it for things to change, right? You have to go and implement at least one thing from that weekend long course for things to change. Right now is no different. If you are learning about new things, right? Systemic racism, white supremacy, things like that. These are new concepts to you. I am by no means shaming you for that because I'm learning about them too, but we have to actually do more than just attend a webinar and then be like, okay, now I am good, right? We have to go and implement. We realize this because we see it in practice all the time. As it relates to the riots and such, although protests and riots, they're different, but as it relates to things like that, this is also not new. And I'm not talking about, oh, well, we've seen riots and protests before. No, I'm talking about the fact that we've seen people be angry and do things because they're angry. All right, let's think about a tennis match and something happens and that person slams their tennis racket on the court. Do we sit there and just be like, that ah, tennis racket, oh my goodness, and just focus on the tennis racket and focus on the, of the fact that he slammed it? Or is, does some part of us understand that dude was pissed off? Or maybe like, that was a bad call. We understand the why behind the action. You just focus on the action. This is not new. None of it is new. I promise you, you know what to say. I promise you, you know what to do. I've been, you know, I've been spending a ton of time on Instagram because well, that's what I do. And I scroll the comments. Sometimes I don't because I'm like, this is terrible. But although I'm not going to lie, so many have been wonderful. The people are showing up. Like I have a lot of hope right now. I have a lot a lot a lot a lot of of hope right now but as it relates to not saying anything um there was a comment by this man named Justin I don't even know his last name uh on Instagram he was it was on a CrossFitters page and it was in response to a comment in response to a post and the guy Justin just had such good comments and I was like "This, this is really good um and I love what he said, and I firmly stand behind what he said. And actually, um, Jared Moon did a really good podcast episode as well with the same approach. Right now, you cannot be silent. I am not here to call you out and point fingers, but I am here to be like, hey, let's have some common sense. Right now, people are trying to be silent and neutral on an issue that is a matter of life and death. You cannot do that. Other things, perhaps, and it doesn't really matter the outcome, but as it relates to this, taking a stance on something that is a matter of life and death is not hard. You know what to say, you know what to do. You have to think, my goodness, what a privilege it is to be able to be like, I'm going to just take a moment and not say anything about it. Like, what? This is a matter of life and death. This is wrong or right. There is no, you know, like, oh, there's a gray area here. And, you know, I I will say it again. Jared Moon did an episode today, and I love what he said about everything where, yes, I could see how sometimes people are like, I I typically don't use my platform to talk about things like this. Uh, It, you know, it's a a deviation from the norm. But, and this is what, you know, he he roughly says this, like, there's no other side to this. (laughs) There's no like, well, maybe like, yes, I will draw a line in the sand because it's Right and wrong you know I had a, another conversation earlier today with my really good friend Anthony really good conversation and I stand by this I stick with my, to my guns people do know what to say I think that perhaps people don't know what to say in order to pretend that they're not racist but they know what to say and what I mean by that is you know, we're seeing, I I don't know, we're seeing people try to justify racist comments that are made by entities and and businesses. And they're like, oh, well, they their hand was pushed and they were forced to say it. And so they spoke, you know, out of term, whatever it's called. And it's like, what? This is not a thing that you need, like, I need to sit and figure out how to have this statement not sound racist. What? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me no you know what to say people know what to say and perhaps when they say things their implicit biases that's the kind of code for racism comes out and I will put myself in that category go listen to my past episode but you know what to say right now and if you're looking for like oh but I still know what to say well one take a step back and just like just realize you do know what to say but then say that All right, show up and stop making it about you and how you're worried about how people are going to perceive you. Meanwhile, there are people dying in the street. And no, that is not dramatic. I'm literally just recounting facts here. And you're worried about losing followers or you're worried about what someone might think about you. It's not about you right now. It's not about you. I did say in a past episode to center yourself. And what I meant by that is think about how you have been complicit in everything that's going on think how you think about how you have contributed to things that are going on think about your beliefs on this and then act and move forward go learn act accordingly but do not sit there and and not take a stance on something that is just so clear because you're worried about what someone's going to think about you this is this is a very very simple thing you know what to say if you got a patient that's coming in You know what to say. Listen, how about you start off with, how are you? Oh, look at that. That is like, you know what to say. Everyone knows what to say. I get frustrated here and, you know, maybe this podcast episode has gone a little bit like not so linearly, but I don't know if any of them do. But I get frustrated with things when when I feel like I see clear solutions to things and people muddy it up, and they decide to make it way harder than it needs to be. And right now, I am by no means speaking about people of color who are grieving and processing trauma. I'm speaking to anyone who is a person of privilege. Notice I said, I'm not saying color, but that person of privilege who is like sitting there mucking around like, I don't know. You know what to do. We know what to do. You just have to have the courage Do it. In that same vein, I was going to save this for another podcast, but might as well talk about it now. I don't love that people keep saying it's going to be an uncomfortable conversation. It's going to be uncomfortable. To me, that is a bit of a self fulfilling prophecy. To me, that's like bad pain science. When you tell someone like, "This is going to hurt. This is going to hurt. This is going to hurt," and then what happens? It hurts. Like. I do not think, and I had a conversation with Jennifer, uh, Dr. J. Pop, about this. The conversation may be hard, but I do not think ultimately it is uncomfortable. Hear me out here. If you were going to speak to somebody and you were your side of it was two plus two equals four, and their side of it was two plus two equals five. Very different views there, but not uncomfortable. Why? Because you are resolute, you are convicted in your answer. I think that is at the heart of why these things feel uncomfortable. Because perhaps we are not so resolved. We are not so sure, secure in our side. And we're like, yeah, it is wrong, but there's, instances, and that's what makes it an uncomfortable situation. Because once you are convicted in something. Or convicted about something. Is not awkward. It's not uncomfortable. It may be long. It may be, you know, maybe you say tedious. I don't. I, I'm still looking for the words, and I'm not here to downplay your feelings, your your concerns. But I've said it in other in other episodes, and I've said it in posts. The scariest thing about doing things is thinking about it. The scariest thing about change or trying something new, is thinking about it. And then once you're in it, you're like, well, that wasn't so bad at all, was it? Because you gotta, you're taking action. The same thing happens with these discussions. You sit there and you think about it, and you think about everything that bad that could happen. You think about everything bad that that person could say, or feel, or that they could make you feel. And that's terrible. But none of that is nearly as bad, or rather, that is the worst that it will be the thinking about it, actually having the discussion and doing the thing is never as scary. It's never as bad. And I would really encourage you to move away from using that word uncomfortable all the time. And if you must use it, then let's do what we said before and say, hey, this is like that. And every day we're telling our patients and clients, get comfortable being uncomfortable. So then do that. Uh, But to me, I really would love to see us put in a different word there. Yeah, it, might it be hard to speak to people that you care about and you're you're worried that you're going to make them feel bad? Yeah, but if you're truly convicted about this, truly convicted about it, and you're like, yeah, that shit's wrong. That I don't really understand why that suddenly would be so uncomfortable. And I know that my brain works a bit differently than others i've talked to many people about this and i'm not like you know the free solo guy with like things are broken and, you know i don't say broken but very that different at least that not that i know of i haven't had a, a, an mri but i know that i think and process things differently and i'm, I, I'm not here to invalidate your feelings but i do want to put it out there i do want to try and take an objective approach to things i do want to spur action I do want to bring up the fact that, and I hesitate to say this because it's about guns and and stuff, but I do do want to bring up the the idea of, and I read it in that book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, sometimes it needs to be ready, fire, aim. Not ready, aim, fire, but ready, fire, aim. Meaning sometimes you got to take action. You got to say the thing. Not shoot from the hip. Because it does say ready first, right? But do the thing. And realize it's not that hard. That you do know what you're supposed to do. And then you move forward because you got new information. And so then you can aim. And if you need to say, hey, sorry, I fucked that up. Then you do that. It's okay. Uh, I got an episode. The next long episode that comes out is with Allison Tenney. And I'm not 100% sure if she said this during the episode or after the episode. But... As it relates to having to say sorry and having, you know, messing up. Again, let's talk about how this is like that. Um, I'm, I'm big in sports. I think sports have taught me so many lessons. And as it relates to this whole, and I, you guys listen to Brene Brown. I'm sure she, she said something about this. But as it relates to the whole, um, I messed up. Someone called me out. I got to make it better. If we think about this from a sports perspective, that would be like you're in a soccer game. You have a a, a teammate, they, you call for the ball. You want it on your left foot so that you can touch it ahead, play it ahead and move into space. But instead they do a shitty pass, goes behind you, you know, maybe the opponent comes, picks it off, whatever. You say to your teammate, Hey, that was a shitty pass. I wanted it on my left. He gave it to my right. Do better next time. In the sports world, the ideal world, the teammate says, you're right. Sorry. My bad, I will do better next time. What we're seeing now is instead that teammate is like, you don't like me? Oh my God, I, I should just pull, I shouldn't say anything ever. I'm never going to pass the ball again. I shouldn't have spoken about anything. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have done that. I just, ne- I shouldn't, I shouldn't even play soccer. I'm just the worst. Does that sound ridiculous to you? Because it should. This is like that. Take action. And if that action is simply listening, then say, then, then say that I'm listening, don't sit there and do nothing. And if you do something and maybe it wasn't the best action and you have to backtrack, then do that, backtrack and say, Hey, fuck, I messed up. That's it is no different than what we see in sports. If you guys want to have discussions about this, I am totally open to that. Um, I know I can be a bit like, you know, overbearing perhaps when I speak, I speak kind of quickly. I actually tried to slow this episode down and speak slower, uh, but I just, I just truly believe that you know what to say. I have so much faith in all of you. I travel the country. I've met so many, I have met people around the world. And I choose to continue to focus on the good. And I choose to believe that there is so much more good than there is bad and everything else. You just have to have the courage to say things, to do things. Because you know what to say and you know what to do. All right, I should wrap this up. We're going to just, I think, start calling these Thursday not-so-shorties. But... All the links will be in the show, note, show notes if you want to chat with me, you know, you want to discuss things, slide into, into the DMs, uh, text me, 737, no, that's wrong, 310-737-2345. Uh, you can email me, but this, it's really hard to get back to emails. Um, but if that's really what you want to do, go ahead, you can email me. Um, but the DMs and text messaging are the way to go. All right, officially going to wrap this up. Please, my friends, go forward and practice brave. You know what to say, you know what to do. I'm not gonna ask you for any likes, not gonna ask you for any subscriptions, but I will ask that you share this. Share this with someone who needs to hear it. Share this with someone who you think that it could benefit. All right, that's all I got for you. Until next time, friends, maestro.